1: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Have you ever been on the New York subway system? It's an experience. New York started selling advertisements into the subway announcements. And you're like, really? So when you hear the please step inside, remember that poles are for touching and not for licking. Brought to you by Comedy Central. Um, it was kind of a weird moment in history. We're like, aren't you just supposed to talk about safety issues? Um, that's our society right now. Let's put advertisements on anything we can. But get in the subway because it's about to take off. Try to maintain control. Same thing's happening on Wall Street right now. There's a new subway leaving for a different destination. Democrat presidential incumbent, not incumbent, but president-elect Joe Biden is going to go through a pretty dramatic day today. It appears as if the Senate will flip to blue. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell will become Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, which doesn't really have that much of an impact, other than that the majority leader gets to say what bills we're going to vote for and not, and they get to set the agenda for approving judges and other such appointees. What a day. It feels like 2020 may come to a conclusion today as Congress is set to count electoral votes. There is a perceived threat of violence that may come down when this happens today. I don't want to see any American city burning. Shout out to Portland, Oregon on that one. Nonetheless, Washington, D.C., But there could be some drama. There could be some shade throwing. There can be some shaming. Um, I throw that out there because, you know, when I talked about advertisements on subways, we're now starting to see things compromises. I like to say that there are no right answers in economics. There's only compromises. I like to say that there's no right partner to be married to. There's just a compromise. If you think you're going to find perfection in anything, good luck. I've got two boys that are wonderful children on some levels, and I can be open-minded and fair and say, they got some problems on others. Neither of my kids are going to be nuclear scientists. Don't tell them that. I know you're saying you're the worst father ever. Yeah, I know, but it's kind of managing expectations. Same thing with Wall Street. We have a different agenda now. We have a Democrat Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, which I I throw her in because I think in four years from now, she'll be running for president. And again, I'm just talking from the couch. This is not the the opinion of the station. This is not the opinion of my company. This is not opinion of anyone. But he's 78 years old. In four more years, he's going to be 82. Do we want a president with with a finger on the nuclear button at 86? That's going to be the debate. Because he's locked in at this point in time, in my opinion. But again, that's how Wall Street works. We start looking four years out. Isn't it crazy? I think it's kind of crazy. I think it's kind of nuts. But let's see how Wall Street's responding, shall we, to what's happening with the election results. First and foremost, one day will not make the year. So we got to be kind of cognizant of that. The Dow's up 300 points. That's not as big as it sounds. It's up 1%. The S&P 500 is up 19, sitting up one-half of a percent. The Nasdaq's getting whomped comparatively down one-third of a percent, down 46 points. Uh, this is all putting 2020 in a box now. It's saying the election results are over in theory. And big tech is going to be punished by Democrats as the Department of Justice will be controlled by a Democratic president. And you've got the progressives. And you've got the moderate Democrats, and you also have some moderate Republicans who all are saying, we should look into these companies. Trump spent the last two weeks saying, you we've know, we got to like hold these companies liable if something goes bad in the world. I think that sounds pretty ludicrous, because the response to that by Facebook will be, okay, then people aren't allowed to post. You don't uniformly decide for a company how they're going to do business. They have their own opinions as well, so it's the unintended consequences but getting back to reality right now, I, I think big tech's going to have a tougher year. And for Wall Street that had a crushing year at some points, we saw some parts of it recover and some parts not recover. We saw some sectors recover better. I think a lot of these tech names, Amazon, Google, Facebook, will be used as a source of funds to diversify people's portfolios. I'm overweight tech stocks. The debate's going through my head. If I wanted to act quickly on it, I would act today. Because Wall Street's going to take whatever happens today in Congress and whatever happens today in the Senate runoffs and go back to their their cubicles and reproject what they think for 2021. Because a couple days ago, we thought at least one Republican would win. Now it's looking like with 99% of the votes counted, no Republicans are going to win. Democrats sweep in the Senate would be negative for big tech. That is a major concept right there. I live in the heart of big tech, Silicon Valley. I love it when people don't know the difference between the words silicon and silicone. I might be guilty of mismatching and mashing up words once or twice in my life. That is not appropriate behavior, okay? I've got one or two good ones that I can't tell on air where – Let's just say I confuse the word stretch your legs with something else as far as the market opening up. Whoopsie. So we'll talk about this whole big tech issue later. The NHL is going to rename their divisions so that it's like the Honda Pacific West. I love that kind of concept because it really doesn't penalize any group of citizens other than big business. And in this case, it's giving big business an opportunity to advertise. The thing that I hate about it is we're moving towards a 21st century nightmare, utopian, dystopian society where advertisers rule the world. Go back to the movie Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And you saw things like, let's take pictures on the moon with Cheeto the cheese puff. And you're like, why is Cheeto on the moon? Well, because Cheeto paid money to get your pictures taken as a tourist on the moon. How's that for a fun idea? You think we're ever going to have tourism to the moon? Not in my lifetime. (laughs) Would you go? I know people that would, right? So the Democrat sweep in Senate is going to be a clear negative for big tech. Later in the show, I'm going to talk about Byron Wien's top 13 predictions for 2021. I'm going to talk about some stocks that look best positioned for 2021, including Walt Disney and Southwest Airlines and CrowdStrike. Cybersecurity is not going to go away. We've had a big problem with suspected Russian hackers, and that is one of Bayer predictions for 2021, that it's going to continue and it's going to get more pricey, and that companies that do credit cards may lose all your data. Wild. Wild times, you no? Know? So I'm going to mix stock picking with bold predictions that are more, how shall we say, big picture versus granular stock angle. I don't want you to be shy and I want you to open up to 2021 positively in your mind and your heart. So I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com.
0: You, you are acting like it was the end of the world. I was clean, with patron I was young and an actress. Portions of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union. With 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs, visit ProvidenceCU.org. Now back to Rob Black and your money with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDOW.
1: I pledge to the US that I will do the best I can to associate myself with high quality groups and high quality information that will be as non-biased as possible. Um, it's a simple thing like that. Am I going to make mistakes? Sure. The 7 to 9 a.m. show that I do is heavily geared towards market news and what the story beyond the story really means. Um, I'll give you an example bank stocks popped as interest rates did the same thing. You may not associate bank stocks with interest rates in the 10 year treasury. But I do. Bank of America upgraded MasterCard to buy from neutral. I'm okay with that one based on transactions. But like Wells Fargo is up 7.7% today. A 7.7% move in the stock market is a big move. I remember being an 8 to 10-year-old boy talking to my father about the stock market. And I was the kind of kid that would get the newspaper at the end of the day and I'd read the business section. Not like the articles. I didn't practice reading. I practiced looking at ticker symbols and like mutual funds. I don't know if you remember, but there was a day and age where the, your newspaper came with the business section last two pages. Somehow they got this my, just teeny tiny little print font. And they'd print almost every freaking, freaking stock in the stock market and almost every mutual fund that was out there. I'm sure that's not quite true. That's the memory of a child. But it was a lot of them. So I'd start following things like Robertson-Stevens Tech Fund. And I'd go like, that's kind of interesting. I'd start following Mario Gabelli's fund. And I'd be like, wow, he's up 14%. Like, that's a magical number for me. There's a phrase on Wall Street, how much would a financial professional take in guaranteed returns to quit? Somewhere between 10 to 12%. If we can get that every year until we die, we would stop doing this this uh, treadmill of business, of talking about what's up tomorrow, what's up the next day, what's up the next day. President Trump signed an executive order banning transactions with eight Chinese apps, including Alipay and WeChat Pay. The move put Asian markets under pressure overnight. However, the order won't take effect for 45 days when President Joe Biden will be in office. And that's going to be one of the big themes of 2021. I want you to consider adding some exposure to China. You don't have to do it. You can make a case for it. You can make a case against it. I would say that the relationship between the United States and China has been frigid for the past two years. If not downright chilly. There's been a lot of contentious rhetoric back and forth. Um, do you remember phase one, phase two, phase three? Um, president Trump's going to be remembered for a lot of uh, failed initiatives that he started that couldn't see fruition. And he'll probably be remembered for a lot of regulation or deregulation and federal judges. Um, I think it's too early to write the history of his presidency, but I think it's, it's more than time to start thinking about the next president. Biden went through the process of becoming president going up against 20 other Democrats and he promised a progressive agenda. And I I think we're going to see a progressive agenda within reason. Um, How much does the Senate really stick to that and or not is a big question, but I think he can make a case for it. And what I mean by that stimulus checks, I think, Biden said yesterday, another $2,000, I will approve if Georgia elects these two senators, Democrat for Georgia. Voting Rights Act, I think uh, we'll see a a reform in voting rights. Will that put an end to Republicans and Democrats gerrymandering and trying to push elections in their own direction? No. But it's on the slate to be considered. Uh, D.C. statehood. That would certainly help the Democrats' agenda. Um, Very, very, how shall we say, low-income city minus the politicians. Uh, Campaign reform, gun safety. So the right to bear arms will come under question marks. Uh, Where I fall on that is we don't need semi-automatic and automatic weapons on the street. I don't need them. (laughs) But again – I'm supposed to do a nonpartisan show. So let's wipe that from the record other than to say that there's publicly traded companies like Sturm Ruger that are clearly beneficial when the right to bear arms potentially could be conflicted. A lot of people go out and buy arms, criminal justice reform. There's a publicly traded company that I want to take a look at before I talk about, um, But we are a nation that has a crazy amount of people in prison compared to other nations. And again, in no way, shape, or form am I making a political statement when I say that. I'm just talking statistics. But that will be on the slate. Student debt, veteran administrations fully funded, affordable housing, clean energy. Okay, now there is one of the things that could be a wild investment. I would Google today – clean investment or clean energy investments, clean energy ETFs. I think it's incumbent on you to find something that works for you versus on me to tell you, Oh, this is what I'm doing. And for the record, I'm not doing hardcore changes. Um, Personally, I started trimming some gains late last year. How do I reallocate? Those are probably more value and income. But again, I don't, I'm not you. I might find some opportunity. Like The last things I bought, the last two stocks I bought were Visa and Apple. No, no, no. Visa and um, Activision. I'm not telling you to do that. But I share with you for legal reasons what I'm doing. I'm still sticking with some growth, although maybe a little bit more alternative growth. But clean energy should have its day. If there's any one scenario that benefits clean energy more than any other, Democrat president who said, well, Running in his primaries, you know, this planet is losing its battle. We have to get climate control under, like, this all benefits Tesla and Elon Musk. Um, Empowering labor. I think we'll see higher minimum wages uh, as an agenda. Uh, Universal health care, back in place, back in play. Police reform, maybe the banning of private prisons. These are all off the top of my head. Probably the most important ones there are more stimulus checks, gun safety, student debt, clean energy. And that's where I say maybe empowering labor. I don't think you're going to make the poor rich. Maybe you'll make them less poor. I think you'll make the middle less middle. But I don't think you're going to touch the top 1%, 5%, or 10%, all things considered. Petco is coming public. I'll prefer Chewy. (laughs) Yeah, Wookie. Go Wookie. Good Wookie. Go Wookie. Chewy likes it when I rub his belly. Um, There's some stories out there. We'll get to them. I also want to hit Byron Ween's top 10 actually top 13 predictions for 2021 because I like lists. We all like lists. Dave Letterman's top 10 list from Prescott, Arizona. I've got a top 13 list for you. Stick around, I'm Rob Black talking all things, financial money, investing, and more. We are the poison. <laughs>
0: Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: So, if you ever play in an online video game and you, your squad's going up against another squad and you hit one of the other squad bad guys' character, you tell your teammates, "I cracked them." I get that. <laughs> I get that. Uh, today. The Democrats appear to have cracked the ten-year Treasury bond, pushing it above one percent. It is widely expected the Democrats will control sen- the Senate. I may be a little bit early in saying that, but I am seeing some reporters and some businesses call the election. Although it's not official in any way, shape, or form, I'm throwing it out there. This is how Wall Street's kind of reaction to the the calls. Big tech is getting hit. Everything else is working. We're not going to say everything else because that would be inane, but you get the idea. Some on Wall Street fear that a Democrat-controlled Senate will lead to higher corporate taxes, tougher regulations on companies, and that would weigh on the broader market. Tech stocks would probably be the sector that get hit the hardest because they've had the biggest gains, and uh, five of the big tech stocks control 25% of the S&P 500. That's a big number. Almost too big to fail, would you say? I would say so. If my 401K is in an S&P 500 fund, which a lot of people's are, I would say that, that could be problematic to see a crack there. But we saw a crack on the 10-year treasury, it's above 1%, will it hold it? The expectation is over time it'll move to 2%. That'll help financials and value stocks, a cyclical value and higher rate trades. Remember we started talking about stay-at-home trades, then we started talking about reopening trades. Now, due to the Democrats being added into the picture of reopening, we're going to call it the cyclical value and higher rates trade. Expect more stimulus. Certain stocks have gained on expectations for another stimulus on top of the one we just got like a week ago. Whoa. Poor children, right? Poor grandchildren. When you have stimulus, you're basically printing money. When you're printing money, you're basically devaluing the dollar. But you're also saying we're going to pay it back. A good time to do it is when the ten-year treasury is around one percent because we're borrowing money at its cheapest cost. Same with you on mortgages. Same with corporations on corporate bonds. United Airlines, Carnival Corporation, all higher today. Market's going to digest the results, and over the next coming days, we're going to hear more and more analysts come out and say. Well, now that we know what 2020 finished with in terms of the elections, this is what we think agendas will look like. In the Invesco solar ETF, ticker symbol TAN, I've been talking about it for the last month since Biden got elected, perceivably elected, for lack of a better phrase. I try to be nonpartisan, up 7% today. That's not that. That's we knew that was going to happen. We know that's on his agenda. We know what he wants to push. Bitcoin soars above thirty five thousand, hitting a new high. Neil Young has sold fifty percent of his publishing rights to of his entire catalog to an investment fund. Good for him. One hundred fifty million dollars. The Nasdaq's getting hit today while the Dow and the S&P 500 are moving higher. It's not that dramatic, but it sounds dramatic. So you're seeing Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google all trading lower. Private payrolls declined by 123,000 in December. Where do we go with this? We had 7 straight months of gains in private payrolls. So when we see private payrolls decline, that's the first negative number since April, telling you you probably need the stimulus. The NHL is going to sponsor divisions, which means the San Jose Sharks are going to play in the NHL North Division. I'm sorry. Uh, They're going to play in the Honda NHL West Division. Whoa. (coughs) Team values fell about 2% during 2020 average NHL team if you got an extra 653 million lying around you could buy an NHL team league revenue dropped 14% to 4.4 billion I would have thought the league revenue number would have been bigger because the league gets a ton of money from suites and sponsorships concessions and parking and ticket sales 70% of revenue how did Bob and Doug's Canadian hockey league only drop 14% in revenue TV contracts were pretty locked in That's the idea. So let's talk about something that I've been promising to talk about for a couple days. Byron wien has got a list of top 10 predictions for 2021. This in no way, shape, or form is a definitive list. And in no way, shape, or form should you think that he's being serious on pulling out a crystal ball. Um, I just like him. I I think it brings up good conversation to argue over. You don't have to argue over Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. You don't have to argue over Republican or Democrat. You don't have to argue over – conservatives versus liberals liberals versus progressives argue over socks anyway byron wean's number one prediction for 2021 he thinks president trump starts his own television network and starts his 2024 campaign on it interviewing both vladimir putin and kim jong-il un getting huge ratings excuse me i got the black lung pop um One of the things I've lost in COVID is a cough button. When you go into the studio, I can hit a button, and when I cough, you don't hear it on air. But when I'm remote and the producer's remote, this is what you get. Anyway, number two on Byron Wien's predictions. He thinks President Biden begins to get constructive again with a trade relationship with China. That will only be positive for the United States unless you look at it on a bigger picture level of manufacturing jobs. And, you know, sleeping with the enemy, so to speak, when you're number one world economy versus number two world economy, you kind of worry about the intentions of both. Number three, on Byron Wien's predictions for 2021, he thinks with five to 10 vaccines circulating, therapeutics getting better. He thinks we get a return to normal in the United States by Memorial Day 2021. He thinks the Summer Olympics, which were postponed last year, are held in July with spectators allowed to physically attend. And he thinks we're going to have some sort of show of proof of vaccination before boarding airplanes, theaters, movies, sporting events, and other large gatherings. <coughs> I don't know about that. But the opening roundroom of Memorial Day sounds about right. Justice Department softens its case against Google and Facebook. This is an interesting prediction. Um, because those are the stocks that are getting hit today. And he's basically saying maybe that might be a buying opportunity. There will be some surveillance restrictions. There will be some search and divestitures. I think a bigger battle this year will be Apple against Facebook on Apple saying, hey, we can turn on a switch that stops you from following our, our iPhone owners. Business. Mind your own business unless they want you to follow us. And would I will let Facebook follow me? Yes. If it means not paying for the service. But as long as it's free, I don't want them following me. That's where I fall. But Byron Wien's also predicting Europe's going to be stay tough on Facebook and Google. Not so much Apple. Number five on Byron Wien's predictions for 2021. He thinks the economy develops a momentum on its own. I agree. Pent up demand. I cannot wait to travel. I saw a weird statistic yesterday that we are 7% happier when we travel. And when we don't travel, we get depressed. So the depressed stocks and hospitality airline stocks become strong performers. I agree. Fiscal and monetary policy remain historically accommodated. I agree with Byron Wien. This all seems almost too obvious. That's the problem. He thinks nominal economic growth will be top 6%. Woo-hoo-hoo, sweet. That's an environment where everyone wins. And he says we begin the longest economic cycle in the history of the United States, which is if that's true, 10 years from now when I'm thinking about retirement, I will be a happy man. I don't know if you can predict 10 years out when we just finished 10 of the greatest years ever on Wall Street. But he's saying – yeah, you can maybe count on it. Maybe it's prediction. And we know how predictions work, right? You can't predict three winners this weekend in football. Try to predict all six. Do you think you can predict the next ten years? Good luck with that. Number six on Byron Wayne's look outlook for twenty twenty one. Economy develops some momentum on its own because of pent up demand. Oh, that's number five. I'm sorry. Number six is the Federal Reserve and Treasury openly embrace modern monetary theory. This is an interesting one. Essentially say that inflation is not going to be the boogeyman, that lack of growth is the boogeyman, and we want growth because growth will beat inflation. But at the same time, he's saying gold rallies and cryptocurrencies gain more respect. Again, I agree. I'm not a Byron Ween cheerleader, but I'm feeling like it in this segment, am I not? Go Byron Wien! I know you're saying that's your impression of a cheerleader. No, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, bananas. That's my. I'm a hollaback girl. Even as energy company executives cut estimates for long-term growth, he thinks there's going to be a real return to normal in the industrial activity and mobility in the world. Um, and he thinks oil goes to $65 a barrel. He thinks rig counts increase and in energy high-yield bonds are sound. Interesting, because Bill Gross says the same thing. Bill Gross is in the world of bonds, and Iron is in the world of stocks, But I think we could kind of agree that energy stocks should be good performers because they're still the snot covered, puke covered, vomit covered, nappy headed, hair just grotesque. It's got clots of blood in it. It's like it is the worst part of 2020. So maybe they'll clean up better. Ooh. Um, He talks about a 20% correction in the first half of 2021, followed by a close at the all-time high. And he thinks big cap tech will be the first area where professionals sell out because valuations have gotten so big. And now we're saying P.E. doesn't matter, but free cash flow does. He thinks that's an excuse. and He thinks some of us will sell our big cap tech stocks and fund some other ideas in the market. Ten-year treasury yield is going to rise to 2%. It cracked one percent today. And finally, he says the slide in the dollar turns around the post-vaccine strength of the U.S. economy and financial markets tracked investors, so the dollar does not collapse, even though we're printing money on more stimulus. Coming up, I got some stock ideas. It's final predictions for 2021. I'm Rob Black.
0: Portions of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union. With 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs, visit ProvidenceCU.org. Now back to Rob Black and your money with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDOW. I mean, this song has personal
1: issues. I've been working my butt off for 20 years, essentially. 20 plus years. And I've got two children. And I'm not the kind of guy who can fit in the box or the norm of uh, singing lullabies to children when they're young. Go to sleep, little baby, if the tree's about to fall apart, get out. I'm not that guy. I get too dark. So I would sing You're the Best Thing About Me to my kids. So when I hear this, I, I, my kids in the crib were listening to you too. So it means the world to me to hear it on radio when I get to talk to you about investing. So thanks for letting me do this. Uh, bank stocks are popping today as interest rates have cracked above 1%. As interest rates go higher, that should drag, put a drag on the stock market. Not to the tune of crashing, but to the tune of slowing down speed. Maybe getting to the point of stall speed. Maybe that's not a good thing. We don't want to go too far too fast, but we should be in an environment where we don't go too fast. But we're looking for another round of stimulus now out of the Democrats if they retain – not if they retain, but if they upset both seats in Congress and get control. So Wall Street's starting to go, okay, what would we do with another $600 billion of stimulus in the next month or two? It's a good question. So I want to finish with some Byron Wien thoughts, and then if I get the chance, I want to hit some stocks that should benefit. So I'm going to talk a little bit quickly. Don't get mad at me for doing that. It's my way of sharing as much information as I possibly can that I find to be kind of exciting. I've already gone through the top 10 Byron Wien 2021 predictions. Let's go through the top bottom three. He adds three more on every year. Remember, some of these are a little tongue-in-cheek. He says, number 11, cyber attacks mostly from Eastern Europe and the Middle East will begin to have an economic impact. You know how you hear about Home Depot getting hacked and you keep hearing about big company after big company getting hacked, solar winds. When does it affect me? And he says 2021. Think bank account information would be distorted, patient records at hospitals will be lost, credit collection companies can't keep track of customer purchases. And he thinks a lot of valuable um integrity? What's the word that I'm looking for here? He thinks a lot of the information that we have will be compromised. The integrity of the data will be compromised or dislocated. You got to own a stock tied towards cybersecurity or an ETF or at least think about it and say, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, maybe you see the Democrats getting control of the Senate and go marijuana stocks. Let's decriminalize it and that will allow states faster to roll out recreational as well as medicinal. And the markets will get bigger and bigger. I appreciate that Number 12 on Mayer Wing's predictions for 2021 Tesla will acquire a major global auto manufacturer I'm thinking someone like Volkswagen someone who's had some emission scandals who've promised to do the right thing Uh, but Elon Musk is probably going to benefit and I'm not going to say the most because he's already had a good 4 years 10 years if you want to think of it another way but he's – Democrats, there's a ticker symbol called TAN for solar technologies. And Biden ran his campaign with a lot of social reform on criminal justice, on voting, but also on climate control. The day we jump back into the Paris Climate Accord, which I'm expecting, I think you'll see tech stu- – not tech stocks, but clean tech or clean environment – Environment friendly, solar, uh, solar batteries, solar panels, um, the companies that have the, the parts and manufacturing to put it all together. I think you're going to see a play on clean energy that lasts more than a week. And finally, uh, number 13 on Byron Wien's list of top 2021 predictions is he threatens to explode. Oh, Kim Jong threatens to explode a missile saying that he can now reach L.A. Trump invites Kim Jong-un onto his TV show and tells him, don't do it, dude. Don't do it. Be the world's friend, not the world's enemy. And I am, again, the best negotiator on the planet, Trump will say. Um, I like Byron Wien. I don't want you to say, well, Rob Black said. That would be silly. Stock market is in an interesting position today where you have the Dow up almost 500 points. The NASDAQ has turned positive, but big tech is still a drag, although it's getting better. Google's down one-tenth of a percent. That's not bad. Apple's down one percent. That's not bad. Keep in mind, when we get bigger numbers on Wall Street, we tend to go, oh, boy, the Dow's up 475 points. That's only 1.5%. <clears throat> If I were to tell you you were going to gain 1.5%, you'd be like, that's not bad. It's not as shocking as it looks, right? So some stocks to play or to think about as 2021 now becomes clear that 2020 elections are over and we transition. I love lists. I got to go through it a little too quickly. CrowdStrike, the December cyber attack on – cybersecurity firm, FireEye, and a hack of U.S. government agencies by suspected Russian hackers where they're saying they got a a treasure trove of information. Um, CrowdStrike, ticker symbol CRWD, is the right area to be thinking about. There's a company called Bookings Holdings, and it's all about vacations. Booking.com, Kayak, Priceline, you get the idea. I'm pent-up demand. I haven't been on an airplane in over a year, and I feel it. Southwest Airlines is probably the best airline in the United States because, A, it's very domestically uh, centered in their their plans. But also, even in good times and bad times, they tend not to lose a lot of money. In fact, ever. 2019 Southwest posted its 47th straight year of profitability. Walt Disney should be a reopening trade. if The vaccine continues to go okay to well. Other stocks to consider. Live Nation on ticket sales. I like that idea. PayPal, disruptor in fintech. Eh. Hilton, a play on opening of hotels. I get it, I get it. It's burger, the for taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on this show. I'm Rob Black. Find me at robblackshow.com.